Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. It is our 2018 year end spectacular. Woo! Uh, just a little uh, award show we kind of have uh, thrown together. I'm sorry, you mean the Stevies? Or the Stevies, you can call them as well. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, oh, and of course we have our live studio oh, audience with thank us. You so uh, thank, much. thank you for just waking me up, everybody. Okay, you don't need to clap for everything. You don't need to clap for everything. Um, but basically, <laughs> just uh, kind of going over our uh, our incredible year that we've had. Sweetie, any idea how many downloads we had this past year? 14. 15? Thousand. 15,000. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, almost Are double what we kidding? had last year. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Oh, goddamn. Right? <laughs> Dozens, bakers, dozens of people out there have been listening to us. Oh, uh, shit. There's at least 10 of them. Don't want to shit episode. Thanks, bots. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, that one guy in London who downloads the same two episodes every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Uh, but yeah, it, it's been incredible. Uh, we're like well over 3,000 Twitter followers, a yeah. couple hundred on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, I think we got a couple hundred. And, not and almost of five of them are not other podcasts. I know. It's incredible. <laughs> We're uh, really reaching out. But yeah, we really love you guys. Uh, you know, if you like us, tell people about us. That's the yeah. best way to get the word out. Word of mouth. Get the love going. Also, if you hear a small chainsaw in the background, that would be Pickles Cage joining us tonight. Hey, Pickles. Mr. Pickles. He has no idea where he's at. It's cool. He's going to be 17? He's going to be 17 When's his this birthday? Year? I don't know, but I adopted him in July. All right, we'll go with that. Fourth, yeah. of, fourth of July. I will have owned him for 15 years in July. Jesus. He was two when I got him. And now he's three years over dead. He's definitely past his expiration date. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, basically over the last year, uh, we started off, of course, with Jean-Claude Van January. Yeah, we did. Uh, where we watched uh, Bloodsport and Replicant and Time Cop and Hard Target. And of course, our 100th episode, The Quest. Yeah, bitches! <laughs> uh, we even did the uh, commentary for Expendables too. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, we did. 
Uh, February was Black Superhero Month. Yeah, it was. Uh, we did a bar Black Superman with uh, Brant from the Home Video Hustle. Yeah, hustling, hustling. We did Blade Trinity with Brandon from the Colt 45 podcast. Hey, what's so, up? Definitely check them out, too. Uh, we did Steel with Brendan and Nathan from What Were They Thinking? Yeah, we did. One of uh, several collaborations throughout the year. <laughs> uh, we also did Blank Man. If you guys forgot that Ooh, movie, go check it out. That's a great movie. And then, of course, full-length commentary with Spawn. Yeah. Who doesn't love Spawn? If you don't love Spawn, turn off this podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no Steve, I don't want them. So March was a robot with a heart of gold month. Yeah. <laughs> we had a Cherry 2000, <laughs> a Short Circuit. Our commentary was RoboCop 2, one of the greatest movies of all time. Right. Uh, we even did Chappie with uh, special guest Jarrett and Elisa from the Sci-Fi Double Feature Drive-In podcast. Chappie is amazing. If y'all haven't seen Chappie yet, go watch it. And then uh, Pacific Rim with Diana and Paulina. Yeah, we did. Happily Ever Aftermath. They'd never seen it before. Right. And we followed that up with uh, Video Game Month in April, where we had uh, Super Mario Bros., uh, Doom, Double Dragon, Silent Hill, <laughs> and I think, was that Mortal Kombat? Yeah, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! Boom, 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 Yep. Uh, we did Castaway, where yeah. our Castaway, fellow Castaway podcasters uh, gave us suggestions. Uh, so we did Zeus and Roxanne with Liz from the Nerdy Bitches. <laughs> uh, we did Missing in Action yeah. with Jarrett. <laughs> from sci-fi double feature drive-in uh we did the lake house with brendan and nathan <laughs> that was a still mistake. blame brendan for that uh we did force 10 from navarone with mario amazing movie we wouldn't really have done movie. it because we do bad movies right yeah yeah that was uh surprisingly good and then we did a uh, hardcore with uh brent from home video yeah Hustle. i wish dmx was in that movie he should have been Oh, by the way, we've also done a shit ton of interviews. I don't know if you guys caught all what? those. Uh, we did Elaine Moosey back <gasps> when we were doing Drunk Club yeah. in January. He's the uh, star of the kickboxer reboots that are amazing. They're fantastic. So, Elaine Moosey for Nightwing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we interviewed Catherine Mary Stewart. Uh, you may know her from Night of the Comet, yeah. Last Starfighter, a lot of other great 80s. Like Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. Uh, she was a lot of fun to talk to. Yeah, she was. Uh, we talked to Johnny Martin. Uh, <laughs> Who's he, Steve? <laughs> Director of Vengeance, A Love Story, which yeah. is a Nicolas Cage masterpiece. Oh, yeah, it is. Also interviewed Bruce Spence. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you would know him if you've seen him. Uh, he's been in, oh, gosh, all the Mad Max. Uh, he's been in Star Wars movies. Yeah, he's he's, been... he's the uh, the helicopter pilot in the Mad Max series. Yeah, yeah, Gyro Captain. Gyro Captain, that's it. Yeah, we uh, interviewed S.S. Wilson. Uh, writer of Tremors and Short Circuit and whatnot. And yeah, that was amazing. Fun fact, he likes my art, guys. Yeah. Uh, we also interviewed our first Baywatch girl, Alexandra Paul. Oh, she was so amazing. And our first TED Talks person. Yeah, we actually got to interview her twice. Yeah. Because we had a lost episode. Yeah, the first time, yeah. <laughs> but the second time was even better. <laughs> it was even better. Uh, we interviewed Marshall Bell, another one of your your buddies that loves your art. Yeah, uh, Marshall we, Bell's the best. If you guys don't follow his Twitter, it's a great Twitter. Yeah. Uh, we also interviewed uh, Dr. Uwe Boll of <gasps> oh, Directing Infamy. He was but, so much fun. Yeah, yeah, he was actually pretty cool. I was kind of expecting him to be a bit of a dick, but... Um, <laughs> no, he was great. Yeah, yeah, he was awesome. Uh, we also interviewed uh, Martin Cove of uh, the Karate Kid movies and... Uh, and his buddy Logan Clark, who's uh, one of the most famous private eyes in the world. Yeah! Of course, got to talk to the great Thomas Jane. Yeah, Thomas Jane! Right, right, It was right before Predator came out, too, which was awesome. But I enjoyed Predator. Fuck all y'all if you don't like it. Predator's am- <laughs> the Predator was amazing. Alright, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't like it halfway through it. Like, the first half, I was like, fuck all these people. The second half, I was like, I'm in. I'm in, 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 I'm in. As soon as the predator started predating. Yeah, pretty much. As soon as everybody came together. Yeah. We also interviewed Gary Bullock and his wife, Neil Nicholson. Gary Bullock, you probably know for like Twin Peaks or Robocop 2, another great one. We've had so many good, all of our interviews were amazing. Yeah. Of course, the great John C. McGinley graced us with his presence. Yeah, he did. Busted my balls. God bless him. We had Dana Gould back on again. He was fantastic, talking about uh, American Werewolf in London, 
Fern Champion. Fern Champion. Legendary casting director of yeah. uh, everything from like Police Academy to Mortal Kombat to Highlander to Naked Gun movies. And uh, yeah, Gary Goddard. That was one of my yeah. one of my faves as a kid. Uh, the the creator of Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. He's gonna slowly work through everybody who had anything to do with that entire cast. I'm trying. I've been trying. <laughs> Those darn Canadian actors won't get back to me, though. <laughs> Looking it's at you, as, Jessica Stern. <laughs> it's almost as if they're Steve. out in the wilderness, enjoying their lives, instead of sitting on social media. 30 years after <laughs> their show was on. Yeah. Oh, he's also director of, Master of the, Masters of the Universe. Another classic. Might be coming up soon. Uh, but yeah, yeah, some great interviews. Oh, and then back in June, we had Jean-Claude Van Damme, because we yeah, just can't get enough of JCVD. Can't get enough. Uh, we had uh, Nowhere to Run, uh, Maximum Risk, uh, Sudden Death. Uh, we watched with uh, Jerry and Elisa from Sci-Fi Double Feature Drive-In Podcast. Uh, Universal Soldier, we watched with Brandon and Nathan. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Maximum Risk, we watched with uh, Robin Paris from The Room. Yeah, we did. She had never seen a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. You're welcome, Robin. I assume she's still going through his filmography and enjoying every single one of them. You know what? I hope so. Yeah. And uh, July was a disaster month, so we had uh, Daylight, uh, The Happening, uh, Pompeii. We watched with uh, Peter from Podstalgic for the first time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, San Andreas with Brendan and Nathan again. Uh, Geostorm, and of course Twister for the commentary Twister! track. Twister! Uh, August was Animal Exploitation Month. <laughs> My favorite month? Yeah, you love exploiting animals. I do! I want to exploit all my pets. Yeah, they did uh, Bats. We watched with uh, Drew from the Real Feels podcast. Uh, Orca, the killer whale. We watched with Al Omega from the Creature Features podcast. Yeah, we did. He was a who. We watched, we watched Dogs. Uh, Grizzly. Dogs, they're coming. They're coming for you. <laughs> yeah. Dogs. Oh, Grizzly. Yeah, Grizzly. Watched that with uh, JP from the Brewing Network. We gotta have him back on. Yeah, we good. do. He's a good dude. Uh, and of course, Ghost in the Darkness was our commentary. Yeah, it was. Ah! September was your favorite month with super sexy sequels, mm. where we watched uh, Basic Instinct 2, mm. uh, Showgirls 2, Pennies from Heaven. Uh, that was, again, with Brandon and Nathan. They seemed you to pop up. You know what's sad? That was the one I enjoyed the most of that whole damn month. Uh, yeah. Uh, another nine and a half weeks. Mm. These movies are supposed to be sexy, right? Yeah. Well, we did also watch Magic Mike Double XL with Diana mm. and Paulina. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, Steve reenacts this every time he takes off his pants. <laughs> right. Uh, and then, yeah, Return to the Blue Lagoon was the commentary. You hadn't mm. seen it before. No. I seem to remember you thinking it was amazing. No. Mm. Right. Hmm. Yeah. October was Frankentober. Uh, we watched Mary Shelley's Frankenstein with uh, Brandon <laughs> from Red on You. Yeah. Uh, Victor Frankenstein mm. with Jarrett. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Frankenstein created woman. Mm -hmm. I Frankenstein. Yeah. Frankenstein Unbound. Oh yeah. And the Bride for the commentary track. Oh yeah. The Bride maybe one of Steve's favorite movies of the year. Maybe I do have the Blu-ray. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Then November was Movember. Yeah, Mustache so we, November. So we watched Deadfall and uh, yeah. Zardoz with. Brendan. Oh, yeah. What were they thinking? Uh, Smokey and the Bandit 2 with your friends uh, Hanae and Jason. Well, I guess yeah. our friends now that I'm Our friends Hanae and Jason. Yeah. And then we uh, watched Hook with Katie. Yeah, we did. I'm going to go ahead and say best mustache of the, the whole damn month. Well, I don't know. We did also watch Runaway with Tom Selleck. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's right. That guy's built a career off his. God damn. Yeah. He's known for his mustache. And then uh, finally in December, uh, it was kind of a hodgepodge little month, but, <laughs> but it was uh, Santa with Muscles. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Brendan from What Were They Thinking for joining us on that one as well. Uh, Buckaroo Banzai, Across the Eighth Dimension. Yeah, with what? Ben and Kristen. Right. First pie made on this here podcast. That's <laughs> true. Steve. That, that episode was awesome to edit, let me tell you. <laughs> Uh, do we need to add the award Best Pie Made During Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and the nominees are There's Only One. Uh, and then we also watched Angel Heart and, of course, Romeo Must Die. Oh, shit. And, of course, we finished it all off with our commentary for the worst of 2018, The Hurricane Heist. Oh, God. That movie. Although, I have to grant, 
that is a very Do bad you? movie. I enjoyed the Hurricane Heist more than maybe parts of September. Uh, but 2019 is a new year, and it's time for a celebration. Should we open up a celebration? Maybe. Let's do it. Come on, right. see if it's your day off for yeah. day drinking and podcasting. <laughs> That's true. So. Babe, do you have anything appropriate for a celebration of this magnitude? Well, you happen to mention a celebration, and we happen to have, from Sierra Nevada, Celebration! Mm. Fresh Hop IPA. They put this out every holiday season, and this is the 2018 one. It is delightful. Indeed. I say pick it up if you see it. We bought the Costco pack, so see if we're going to be celebrating for a while. Yeah! I'm going to just pop my top here. Ooh. Oh, my top. Yeah. And now this bottle opener stopped working. I know, those bras are tricky. Go. All right, wait, wait, let me figure it out again. I got a second hook. Oh, there, go. there we go. There's my top. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Free the El Cerrito twins. <laughs> So we have, uh, from Sierra Nevada, a celebration. A special ale made for the holidays. Celebration IPA features the first hops of the growing season. Uh, this pioneering ale is full of complex flavors and aromas. Uh, from the generous use of whole cone American hops. We first brewed Celebration IPA in the winter of 1981. Each year, we only use the first fresh hops of the growing season to create a complex and robust ale, layering pine and citrus hop aromas, balanced delicately against rich malt sweetness to shape this bold wintertime classic. 6.8% alcohol by volume. Ooh. Mm, yeah, it's definitely... You can smell the hops, you can smell the malts. Um, yeah, it smells like a winter ale. Steve, you've gone in for the sip now. What do you think? Yeah, pretty good. Nice full body to it. Uh, it's hoppy, but it's, you know, it's not like taking the enamel off your teeth hoppy. It's just more like a piney and kind of earthy. Mm, yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah, it's a delicious beer. So, babe, are Steve. you ready for the awards? <gasps> oh, it's the Stevie Awards. Yes, it's the Stevie Awards. That's all I got. Oh, go on. No, I was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So for the first category, the best movie of 2018, not on our podcast, just in general, 2018. Of 2018. That we have seen. That we have seen, yes. Yeah, we haven't, granted we haven't seen over a hundred movies like some people in like Canada. some podcasters. You know what? Canada's not part of this country, so it doesn't count. There you go. <laughs> so the nominees are Black Panther. Oh! <gasps> Deadpool 2, Ooh. Incredibles 2, Ooh. Rampage, yeah. Mission Impossible Fallout, oh, yeah. Avengers Infinity War, Meh. <laughs> and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. <laughs> Babe, you want to take care of the winner? <clears throat> and the winner for Best Movie of 2018... Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, but for every best, there is also a worst. <laughs> Nominees for worst movie of 2018. We've actually only really got two. <laughs> the Hurricane Heist and Midnight Sun. Which you went to the opening of. I, I went to a special pre-opening screening of and got to meet... Patrick Schwarzenegger. You got to meet a Schwarzenegger. You yeah. got to meet a Kennedy, Steve. And the girl that starred in it. I forget her name. We Bella have... Thorne. Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne. We have a special edition Kleenex box. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> we do still have that. So, <laughs> Oh, I'm never getting rid of that, Steve. <laughs> because of the movie that was, they were handing out tissues to people going into it. <laughs> It's a legitimate box of tissues with scenes from the movie on all four sides. Well, but it's what happens when the son of a Schwarzenegger falls in love with a vampire. Um, oh, and they ripped off a black movie, by the way, to make this movie. Uh, what? It's a movie with an all-black cast that that movie is based upon. That's racist. Yeah, they stole it. Oh. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, the winner is Hurricane Heist. Hey, we all know because the commentary has already been done. All right. 
Hold on. Uh, everything, everything. Oh, that's what that's about. Yeah, that movie's about a girl who can't leave her house because she has one. She has be- dying of beauty disease, Ugh. and then she falls in love with a boy, and he runs off with her. And fun fact: her every her beautiful her dying beautiful disease kicks in. Spoiler alert. I never watched it. This is based purely upon the commercials. Woo! All right, yeah, on so to the, the next award. Is the winner is the Hurricane, hurricane Heist. Heist. Yeah, yeah. And the next award. Over the top performance. I'm sorry, you mean greatest performance? It's pretty much the same. It, yeah. And the nominees are Nicholas Cage in Deadfall, Dustin Hoffman in Hook, John Lithgow. Buckaroo Banzai. And Dennis Hopper in Super Mario Brothers. And the winner is... Starring in Hook, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah! Woo! He fucking owned that whole movie. (laughs) Why parents hate their children. I forget that Robin Williams is in that movie because I'm only thinking about Dustin Hoffman. (laughs) That's how much he chews up the scenery. I can believe it. And now, sadly, we've come to the worst actor in an EILFM movie this This year. This is a hard one, because we don't usually do worst things. We like to celebrate the joy, but we did a couple of movies where... And the nominees are... Mark Wahlberg, The Happening. What? No! <laughs> what? What? No. David Morrissey, Basic Instinct 2. <sighs> Mickey Rourke, Another Nine and a Half Weeks. Uh, uh. <laughs> Those are the quotes. That's all, that's all yeah. I got from yeah, this. That whole movie just looked like... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and the winner is... The winner for Worst Actor on this here podcast. From The Happening, Mark Wahlberg. What? No. Woo! Just give me a goddamn second. <laughs> Steve, what happened to the bees? Anyone who concerned about the bees? Isn't that weird? We came up with what happened to the bees. They become miners. <laughs> they bees. Used. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Obama kidnapped all the bees to be used in underground diamond mines. We have as much fact to base this off of as any of Mark Wahlberg's series in that movie. What? No! And the n- nominees for Best Actress in an EILFM movie of 2018. Ooh. Yolandi in Chappie. Woo! Sorry, Yolandi Visser in Chappie. Yeah! Probably that's her real name. Rada Mitchell, Silent Hill. <gasps> Love that movie. Nathan, Nathan is losing his shit right now. We're being nominated for Best Actress. And Charlotte Rampling from Orca, Zardoz, Basic Instinct 2, and or Angel Heart. And the winner for Best Actress in an Everything You Learn from Movies movie is from Orca, Zardoz, Basic Instinct 2, and Angel Heart, Charlotte Rampling. Congratulations! Woo! Thanks for the side boobs. Anyway. (laughs) Everything I Learned from Boobies. (laughs) But alas, there is also nominees for the worst actress in an EILF movie. And the nominees are, returning once again this year, Taya Leone from Bad Boys. Rena Raphael from Showgirls 2, Pennies from Heaven. Zoe Deschanel, The Happening. And Sarah Trigger, Deadfall. And the winner of Worst Actress and in Everything I Learned from Movies movie, defending her title from In Bad Boys, Taylor Leone. Congratulations. Back to back. She's the Meryl Streep of bad acting. (laughs) Oh, we've talked about it on this here podcast. May Madam Secretary last another 12 years. My entire family is apparently the people watching this. Mm. They all watch it and love it. They think she's the greatest. That's great. Her marriage to David Duchovny. That had to be <laughs> the... We've talked about it before. That had to be the most fireworks that have ever happened. Right. Uh, and now one of my personal favorite awards. I believe this is the best award we present here on Everything I Learned From Movies. The Fuck You Science Award. I can't believe we're already here. And the nominees are... <laughs> 
Geostorm. Like, all of it. <laughs> the Hurricane Heist. Like, all of it. <laughs> Frankenstein Unbound. Time Slips. <laughs> and San Andreas. How Earthquakes Work. Now, I would like to point out that this was a difficult one for us. We oh. had a, we had more nominees than oh we ha- than there is digital taping available in the universe. We had to cut out cloning someone so they could form a psychological connection to them. We had to cut out a time-space dimensional riff in the Marianas Trench <laughs> to make room for these particular special nominees. We had to cut out telepathic dolphins. <laughs> but the winner of the Fuck You Science Award, I'm going to go ahead and say one of the most prestigious awards that we have here on Everything I Learned from Movies. I would agree. All of it would be Geostorm. Geostorm! Geostorm! The entire movie, everything in Geostorm, is a big middle finger to science. Dutch boy! Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, just like the paint. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going anywhere and it's going to look meh. (laughs) It's going to look fake. (laughs) It's going to have to be CGI'd in. (laughs) And the next award, Most Ridiculous Accent. Again, we had to whittle this down. This down a lot. And the nominees are Jean-Claude Van Damme in... Well, we basically had two months dedicated to him, so a lot of movies. January and June. January and June. And probably a couple of mixed in, too. Just <laughs> We've not done his full, full filmography, either. Not quite yet. All of the characters in Chappie. That's just South Africa, babe. Oh, we'll get to my favorite later. <laughs> Dom DeLuise in Smokey and the Bandit 2. Christopher Lambert in Mortal Kombat. What is his accent? French? Meets a mannequin? I don't know. (laughs) And John Lithgow in Buckaroo Banzai. Oh, John Lithgow. But can John Lithgow do any wrong? Well, can he win this award? For the most ridiculous accent... In Smokey and the Bandit 2, we have Dom DeLuise. Congratulations. I will not fault anybody for their own natural accent, but I will make a comment about it. <laughs> <laughs> and now the nominees for Most Ridiculous Explosion. Again, this was a tough year for it. We had a lot of ridiculous explosions. <laughs> a lot. We had to whittle this list down again because I'm not sure there's enough digital tape in the entire world. <laughs> Movies we didn't even think had explosions in them were nominated in this one. Like, wait, really? why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, the nominees are The Final Airport Scene in Bad Boys, directed by Michael Bay. Uncle Duvet's House Exploding in Hard Target. Oh, yeah. The orca blowing up an Alaskan town and then jumping out of the water in Orca. <laughs> Phenomenal. And every single demon killed and the climactic ending of I, Frankenstein. It's beautiful. And the winner, because there can only be one, of the Ridiculous Explosion Award is... From Hard Target, Uncle Duvet's house. Yeah. Congratulations! Woo! That was mostly just because... We just fucking love that whole scene, That's right? true. Yeah, congratulations, John Woo, for that victory. <laughs> That's tough. John, John Woo just beat out Michael Bay for an Explosions Award. Right. Indeed. And now the award for Best Special Effects. And the nominees are... Doom. It's actually better than you think. Chappie. Pacific Rim. And RoboCop 2. I think all of these, you can add the thing. It's better than you think it's, it's going to be. Better than you think it's going to be, yeah. <laughs> and the award for the best special effects. It was a tight, tight race, folks. But we had to go with Pacific Rim. Yeah! Kaijus, motherfucker! Kaijus yeah, versus robots. Oh, giant robots. I forgot I had this sword! <laughs> Everything about that movie, I'm in. I'm in. It's giant robots versus versus dinosaurs from the deep. I'm in. Yeah, right. 
However, there's also an award for best example of how not to CGI or 3D. And those nominees are... Also Doom for that first-person shooter scene. <laughs> I Frankenstein for the gargoyle and demon fights. That's right, gargoyles are in I Frankenstein. Silent Hill's final climax, mm, where there's rough. a lot of barbed wire. And, yeah. Pompeii's volcano explosions. Oh, that was rough. And the hurricane heist. Like, like anything involving all of a hurricane. It. <laughs> yeah. And the winner for this year's best example of how not to CGI. Again, it was a very tight race. <laughs> Obviously. But we had to go for the movie that went above and beyond to show us all how not to CGI something. Pompeii, congratulations. Woo! Oh, now we're getting to the good ones. <laughs> They're all good ones, Steve. The next award is Best Death. Yeah! Again, this is another list we had to really whittle yeah. down. <laughs> we had like 40 or so on here. <laughs> so many good deaths. And we had to cut the lake house. Basically, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, basically every movie we watched this year had some sort of great death scene. Pretty much. But the final nominees are... Lance Henriksen in Hard Target. Yeah. <laughs> Grenade show down his pants. And, uh, <laughs> it's very elaborate. You gotta check it out. Grizzly bu death by rocket launcher in Grizzly. They kill a grizzly with a rocket launcher. <laughs> Might have been overkill, but he was a 20 foot tall grizzly, apparently. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth burning herself and then splatting onto the driveway in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Yeah, that's a rough way to go out. <laughs> <laughs> and Powers Booth falling backwards in a helicopter in sudden death. Yeah. I don't want to go any of these ways, Steve. No. But our winner for the best death in a movie on Everything I Learned from Movies is... Folks, come on. You heard these deaths. You know which one it is. It's killing a grizzly with a grenade launcher. Congratulations, grizzly. <laughs> and here to accept the award is Gentle Ben. <laughs> Good boy. Here's some peanut butter. <laughs> that, that bear just sighed? Yes, yes, he did. He's very satisfied. He likes peanut butter. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> All right. And now the nominees for best chase scene. The ambulance chase in Replicant. The prison bus and what we dubbed Optimus Prime in <laughs> Universal Soldier. The roller coaster chase in Smokey and the Bandit 2. And Helicopter versus Johnny Five in Short Circuit. But which one? Oh, that's right. We decided it wasn't a helicopter in the first scene. It was cars. Yeah. All right. The winner for best chase scene and in everything I learned from movies movie is from Smoking the Bandit 2, the roller coaster scene. Congratulations. Eastbound down. Don't have to get there. We're going to do what they say can't be done. <laughs> Got a long way to go and a short time to get there. We're going to run. <laughs> right. And now for the award for best fight scene. And again, there were a lot. But the nominees are The Kaiju Fights in Pacific Rim. Yeah! Kane versus Robocop in Robocop 2. Jean-Claude Van Damme versus Iceberg in Sudden Death. Nolan versus Orca in Orca. And Adam versus Hugo Weaving Jr. in I Frankenstein. I still don't know what that character's name was, but it was, Hugo, I don't it was know. basically Hugo Weaving Jr. It, it was little Hugo Weaving. Yeah. <laughs> and the winner for best fight scene in everything I learned from movies movie is... Kane versus Robocop. Robocop 2. Congratulations! Woo! Woo! 
Oh my god, that scene is so good. Hob for president, y'all. Oh my gosh. I want to see the adventures of young Hob. (laughs) Hob, an origin story. (laughs) He was born flipping off the doctor. (laughs) Uh, And now the nominees for the Can't Get That Time Back Award. (laughs) Uh, These are all movies I am angry at. And the nominees are The Happening. Mm. The Lake House. Mm. Deadfall. Mm. And pretty much all of September with Showgirls 2 Pennies from Heaven, Another Nine and a Half Weeks, and Basic Instinct 2. Which of September was the least egregious to you? Magic Mike Double XL. I think it was Showgirls 2 Pennies from Heaven for me. Really? Yeah. Because that was a dumpster fire. Yeah, but that's the one I would probably watch again. You fool. I know. (laughs) But the winner of the Can't Get That Back Award, movies that sucked the life from us as we watched them, and we're never getting that time back. And the winner is the movie we would never, ever recommend to any human being on this planet, The Happening. Congratulations. What? No. What? What? No. Goddamn second. Goddamn second. What about mommy? About mommy. Nobody in that movie even cares about that movie while they're making it. (laughs) It is true. (laughs) All right. And now our nominees for Most Questionable Hero. Mm. The heroes we were supposed to root for, but we also had to stop and think, why? Why are we rooting for them? These are anti-heroes in a way. Indeed. (laughs) Anti-heroes, but not a Deadpool way. More of a, why am I rooting for you way? And the nominees are Chris Dubois from The Quest. (laughs) (laughs) What, the pedophile clown? (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't confirmed that he was a pedophile. He was just a (laughs) man that hung out with a bunch of street urchins and had to leave. And had to flee the country. (laughs) Ninja and Yolandi from Chappie. Oh, the drug dealers who raise a child robot who is a killing machine? That's right. And occasionally they rap. Ray Gaines from San Andreas. Oh, the EMT who abandons his post and steals life-saving equipment for his own personal errands? Oh, and then crashes a plane into Oakland? Yep. Dr. Michael Glass from Basic Instinct 2. The psychologist who fucks his patient he's supposed to be curing of fucking everybody, who may also be a murderer, and he has to go on trial against her. That's the one. Baron Frankenstein from Frankenstein Created Woman. Rich, confirmed bachelor who takes the corpse of a young dead woman and reanimates her for his own doing? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) NZ from Zardoz. Oh, the uh, the wild barbarian who believes in a floating head god who gets taken to an over-advanced race and just wants to feel some boobies? Actually, he might be the most reliable one of all those guys, because at least we know what he is he from He also the start. took many women in the name of Zardoz. Yes, he did. <laughs> but the penis is evil. The gun is good. It's true. So the winner for the most questionable hero is, and this is a tight race, folks, but from San Andreas, we have to give it to Ray Gaines, a.k.a. The Rock. Woo-hoo! Congratulations! You simply changed the score of that movie and he becomes a villain. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go save my family. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. He runs people over in a motorboat to get to his daughter. <laughs> yeah, he does. And now the nominees for theme music of the year. Ooh. And the nominees are... The Kumite song from Bloodsport. <laughs> Kumite! Kumite! <laughs> Respect the Winds by Van Halen from the movie Twister. Yeah! Do, 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 
do, do, do, do, do. And the ending music of Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> Is that really the music, or is it the f- dance scene that goes with the music? Them, well, them just, strutting just them walking stuff. down the hill. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's that's hardly a dance scene. <laughs> the choreographed movements that go with that beautiful song. To Uptown Girl. <laughs> uh, and the winner for theme music of the year on this here podcast is Mortal Kombat. I see Steve. Thanks for joining in there, Pickles. The song Steve sings before he climaxes. I mean, what? This is an Mexican give it to you. What are you talking about? The next award is for Best Cameo. Lance Henriksen in Super Mario Brothers. That's right. He shows up in that movie. Sigourney Weaver in Chappie. That's right. She shows up in that movie. She's in like two or three scenes. Ron Perlman in Pacific Rim. That's right. He's in that movie. John Cleese, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. No, that can't be Sean Cleese. Right? (laughs) And Sven Ole Thorson, friend of the podcast of Hard Target and Nowhere to Run. Oh shit, is that is that him? <laughs> oh shit, was that Spinal Thorson? He didn't even speak. And the winner of Best Cameo in an Everything I Learned from Movies movie is John Cleese. Congratulations. He's a goddamn chameleon in that role. We had to rewind it and Google it just to double check. <laughs> <laughs> like, that can't possibly be John and Cleese. We're both very familiar with John Cleese. Yeah, absolutely. And now we get to the big three awards. The final three, if you will. The, the cornerstones ones, of this here podcast. The ones so good, they have to be mentioned in our theme song every week. And we start off with best one-liner. And the nominees are... I especially like the shaft. From Steel. <laughs> cool fish. Zeus and Roxanne. <laughs> the goots. Don't be a queer. 50 million. <laughs> Robocop 2. Oh, Hob. I want my fucking money. And the robot. From Chappie. <laughs> That's the other thing you scream during sex, right, Dave? That <laughs> is true. And the winner of Best One Liner in Everything I Learned from Movies movie is... I want my fucking money. Hippo in Chaffee. Congratulations. Congratulations, Chappie. You're walking away with more awards than you probably should. <laughs> so we begin. That, that are you kidding? That movie is great. Not it, enough it people watch that movie. The problem is nobody watched that movie. People were judging that movie without watching it. They're like, oh, pretty sure this movie's crap. Have you crap. seen Hugh Jackman's shorts in that movie? Hugh Jackman's shorts in that movie, guys. His hair in that movie. <laughs> You want to know what Hugh Jackman looks like in shorts and a mullet? Do you know what he want? Do you know what Hugh Jackman looks like as an Australian? <laughs> Remember then, back when he was Australian? <laughs> anyway. I would say it's his second best role. His best role, Night at the Museum Two. He plays the the theater actor. <laughs> I'm just an actor. Preposterous! Preposterous! <laughs> He's in tights. And now the award for Biggest Plot Hole. And the nominees are... Jimmy and Billy Lee actually being brothers in Double Dragon. (laughs) How are they brothers? Scott Wolf and Mark Dacascus. (laughs) They look identical. (laughs) The absolute lack of security anywhere around Tetraval in Chappie. Uh, Come on, guys. Get your shit together. 
Who was trying to kill Eddie, the bearded guy, in Deadfall? Who is that guy? Yeah, why the fuck is he even in the movie? It's a great scene, but who the f- We need to know. We need to know. <laughs> and how are dogs and dolphins talking beneficial to mankind? Zeus and Roxanne. But but it's great for for all humankind. And the winner for biggest plot hole in an everything I learned from movies movie is Chappie. The lack of security in that entire fucking movie. You're building robotic fucking cops, man. You should you should have some security within the system. I can understand fifteen feet outside of it, people are able to be kidnapped in South Africa, but you would think they would have. A password that was more than one, two, three, four, like on the doors. Yeah, right. Apparently, anybody can. It's amazing! Walk it's the same in combination as my luggage. <laughs> and now for the grand finale: most gratuitous boobies. Steve, this is the highest honor our podcast can award. It really is. <laughs> we love boobs. <laughs> <laughs> we love breasts. <laughs> we are pro boobies. <laughs> and the nominees are. Barbara Bach, Force 10 from Navarone. Bad bathtub scene. Right. Thanks, Mario. Many ladies throughout. Zardoz. So many boobies. A camper mauled while naked in Grizzly. Is that the one who was shitting or her girlfriend? <laughs> I think it was her girlfriend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the lamest sex scene ever in Deadfall. That was a really sad sex scene. They really didn't seem into it. They, I don't think they liked each other at all. Yeah. The nip slip in Romeo Must Die. Oh, yeah, right at the beginning. Opening scene. I believe it was featured in the trailer, too. I believe it was. And from Doom, the scene we like to call, Hello, Naked Lady. Bye, Naked Lady. <laughs> And for the winner of Most Gratuitous Boobies, the highest award we can honor on here on Everything I Learned from Boobies, I mean movies, is Barbara Bach from Force 10 from Navarone, that Woo! bathtub scene. Woo! Congratulations! Oh. This is Ringo Starr! Oh. So Woo! good! So beautiful! So unexpected! Right? <laughs> it was wanted so much, it just had to happen. <laughs> the people asked, and they were rewarded. Indeed. Uh, so yes, thank you so much again for listening for, to us all year. I know we can be annoying, especially this one. What? Uh, no. What? No. <laughs> no. No, thank right. you guys for putting up with my terrible voice and even worse laugh. No, I'm, I'm the annoying one. Trust me. Mm. Excellent. Let's Excellent. make a poll. <laughs> <laughs> Who's more annoying? Steve, Izzy, Pickles. <laughs> I think Pickles just irritates you. I think the people actually love him. Yeah, that's probably true. Who's the most likable one on the podcast? Mr. Pickles, Pickles. by a landslide. Yeah, yeah it's I like would... 105% of the vote. We actually have an in-memoriam this year as well. We do. Um, we did lose a podcast this year. Um, fortunately, Mr. Castro Troy uh, went over the Rainbow Bridge. In early November. And he will be missed. Indeed. I would Indeed. love for Steve to put a supercut of all his obnoxious meows right here, but he'll never do it. I do not have the time <laughs> nor the patience for any of that shit. Uh, but here, I'll try to put some together right now. Our reenactment. Sorry, that was me sniffing the microphone. At least I wasn't, like, batting it with my paw or anything. Or no. <laughs> just laying down on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, going to miss that jerk face. Yeah, but if you'd like to hear it, we have plenty of past episodes. You can hear his comments. Um, Pretty much anything pre-November 2018. Yeah. We'll yeah. definitely have a Castor Troy in it somewhere. Uh, but, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, of course, you can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Uh, hit us up. Let us know you're listening. We, we'd love to communicate with our guests, cause, or our guests, our listeners, because you guys are pretty awesome, and we want to make yeah. sure we're putting out something you guys like. We uh, want to put out for you. That's right. Put out all <laughs> over the place. You can also hit us up on Patreon at patreon.com slash EILF movies and get some great benefits and bonus episodes like the one where I finally put 
fucking pickles out of his misery because <laughs> he likes to jump on my lap with his claws out whenever I'm trying to give the details. But he particularly likes to land on your lap right on your dick. Yep, right on the dick. He knows where the good <laughs> stuff is. He just uh, wants some of that good warm stuff. Yeah. And we also have incredible art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. It's true. We've got movie monster art. We have cute cat art. There may be dog art for a limited time. I don't yeah. know if I'm going to continue with that. Yeah, it's up to you. And yeah, in 2019, we're looking to be even bigger and better with more Woo! guests, more yeah. interviews. Yeah. And we even have our uh, Castaway Game Show episodes that we do Cast now. Cast we have incredible podcasters and guests coming on and uh, basically casting their, their next Hollywood blockbuster for you. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Those guys are fucking It's awesome. really great. Everybody comes up with such interesting ideas for recasting movies. Yeah, we already have three episodes out for the James Bond reboot, mm -hmm. uh, Mortal Kombat, and Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah! Uh, yeah, so check those out. we got other ones coming on the way, uh, like Police Academy. And if yeah. you don't know, you can vote on what you think is the best on, of when we put out a castaway which one like who you think's movie should get made on twitter and can they vote on facebook uh patreon on patreon patreon you can vote yes patreon you can vote for speaking for $2 of dollars a month for 2019 everyone who's a patreon is going to have access to special patreon only episodes yeah that's right, guys. We work for money now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much the uh, the commentary tracks we had before, we uh, eh, realized it wasn't the best way to do it, so now we're just doing uh, basically our standard episode format, but exclusively for Patreon members. But it's only for $2 a month, so hit us up, <gasps> well, patreon.com. So for $2 a month, I can, get a, I can get all of the regular episodes, and I can get an extra episode? Yes, plus the dozens of back episodes, <gasps> and... Uh, Honestly, even those Castaway episodes we release on Patreon usually a month or two Ooh. early, just what? whenever we have them available. We get them early? Yeah. Oh, snap. So until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Missy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from movies. movies. You're in Spectacular. Woo! God, night, we watched a lot of good movies. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of crap. A lot of crap, too. So yeah. much crap. And even more coming up next year. So much crap next year. I mean, good movies. <laughs> uh, have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. And good night for Mr. Pickles, the pickleless cage. <laughs> <laughs>